you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. And I get told all the time that I've got a punchable face or that uh, people think I'm an asshole. Um, I've been told that probably 50 times. People, when they first see me, think I'm think I'm an asshole. Mike. I would have preferred a feature story on the first responders who are suffering from a myriad of cancers at the towers and what we're going to do about it. I could have gone for a where are they now segment about families and survivors. It also wouldn't be too bad to do a real fucking, hey, Yoshi, shut the fuck up! And Scott. I guess I was like <laughs> sort of, I, I loved Bart Simpson in, in, in a like sapiosexual <laughs> way. I kind of liked uh, Lisa by extension, you know. She played the saxophone. She was intelligent. That was kind of hot, you know. The Is It Safe Talk Show. It's back for more, and it's the return of someone very special. It's a big moment. Our old pal, John Scott. Hey, Scott! We're no longer Scott-free. We are officially Scott-full? We're full of Scott. Um, <laughs> um, we're also doing the show on a Sunday morning. This is the first time we've ever done this. And we did it so we could accommodate Scott. We're hoping that uh, we found a new way forward here so all three of us could do the show together. No guarantees, but, you know, John Scott, you're back. Thank you. What does it feel like right now? How do you feel? You know, it, it feels good. I haven't had any any booze yet today. Um, it, I feel clear-headed and, and ready to talk shit. Uh, yeah, man, it's, yeah. it's fucking hard to it's hard to fall off the face of the earth. I, I didn't mean to um, didn't mean to abandon you boys, but I have to work with California twats and so now i have to everyone thinks how, how like egocentric man everyone thinks that whatever time it is in california that's what time it is everywhere where else i know man it's it's stupid yeah, a bummer. so i'm like i'd like to go do a podcast with my friends and they're like it's only three o'clock though it's not it's only is it three o'clock where you're at because it's just three o'clock where i'm at no you <laughs> fucking wiener it's not I'm trying to leave <laughs> oh <laughs> but well, anyway, shit. I'm back. <laughs> Are you ready to die? <laughs> A really long intro. That's 29 seconds. Wow. That's not how I remember that. <laughs> God, that's ooh, that makes me want to rip like some Marlboro Reds and like a <laughs> couple Budweisers or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's so, nasty, dude. That is nasty. I make this shit makes me want to play billiards or something. <laughs> <laughs> with like women, with like women in like Jordache jeans. <laughs> that's putting it mildly. Oh yeah. Well, it's great to have Scott anyway, back. Good here. to be back. Thanks for. You're still a human being. You're still a human being who functions. So that's. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're dead. I wanted all my die. all my fans out there to know I'm still alive. Dude, people were uh, really clamoring, you know, Scott's plan. I know Danny sent a very emotional message to the show. This is right from Danny last week. I missed Scott's plan with a sad face. This is it. We're back, man. We did it. And everything's going to be okay now, guys. I mean, 
we did the best we could without you, Scott. I don't think the show was very good without you. I really don't. But nobody commented on it being terrible. So I, I, I guess it was all right. It wasn't terrible. No. I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't really. You, I didn't listen. Like, you didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know, okay. but yeah. Well, let's just put yeah. that behind us. Gotta bring this back, you know. <laughs> Scott's plan. He's fucking back. Fucking back. He's back. It's on a Sunday morning. I got the tree up. Stephanie's looking at me like a motherfucking bummer. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. and cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. Haven't even had my fucking coffee today. Haven't even had a fucking drink in me today. I just seen that I live today. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Fuck this guy's plan. Scott's, Scott's plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. We don't like to overdo any bits on this show, but it's been a long time. I think the people were hoping to get a little bit of that. So that was just for you, Danny. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for Especially it. Especially this early. He probably does a better Scott's plan with a couple drinks in him. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> 9.58 in the morning, everybody. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, uh... Gentlemen, uh, so Scott, have you noticed anything about society since you've been gone? Any, uh, <laughs> I know you've been in a hole working for the man every night and day. No, I was gonna say you guys need to bring me bring me back down to earth. Please tell me I, I haven't. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I legitimately, I do not know what's going on. I that's putting it mildly. I crawled across the street to to vote like a goddamn obedient robot. And that's oh, that's about. Well, you're familiar with what happened there, then. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, uh, what, what, what? Up, uh, oh, you muted. Oh, you got muted. Uh, oh, my bad. I was pissed. Okay. Um, I know Jim. I know Jim. I know Jim. You did. I know Jim Harbaugh voted no on Prop Three. That's that's what I know. Um, yes. Any anything it's, else? Anything it's else? True? You know, tell me. Yeah, Jim me Harbaugh's in. anti. He had comments about he loves the right to life. So I just I just want to make sure that Mike isn't allowed to completely enjoy his Michigan victory. Whatever, for... motherfucker! <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Michigan rolled the shit out of Ohio State yesterday. Rolled the road. Him. That was it. That looked was sexy. Sweet. It looked sexy. It so Matt, sweet. Yeah, Matt. Matt basically had his penis out last night at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a it was awesome, lot of, lot of amazing blue. Just I'm sure there was. Just hanging. I'm sure it was really, really over the top and unnecessary. And you know, it's a lot of built up frustration. They had one in Columbus since 2000, so I'm not gonna let Scott take it away from me. It was a no, big moment. No, don't. And I was I was secretly next year. Happy, cares? happy for you. Yeah. Who cares next year? I mean, next year they'll probably, they'll probably lose, and it won't matter. But it was fun to see that game. I was watching it. I was supposed to go out to friends in ann arbor he invited us out and then it's so classic you know i thought i was the only one who calls off but yeah i got the text at like 3 30 in the morning uh, i've been up all night hacking dude i gotta call off <laughs> so i'm like oh wow i was actually looking forward to going out there and then it just took the wind out of my sails i'm like all right well fuck it we'll just stay home then and watch the game and so me and leanne watched the first half together and then we rolled out i had to go to the casino because even though i really really was locked in on the game just as important are my own bets here. I'm, you know, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. make a difference in my life financially with these goddamn bets. So um, I don't know if I'm doing well or not. I, I did. 
I did pull off. Uh, Luke's not going to understand this at all, but I p- did pull off a five leg parlay yesterday. Oh Scott. shit! Um, Take me through it. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars to win five hundred. That's nice. Yeah. So all that right. was nice. It was all <laughs> underdogs. All five are underdogs. You want a lesson in gambling? Uh-huh. Take those underdogs, man. Take oh, the underdogs. Home dogs. I got <laughs> home dogs, yeah. baby. Home <laughs> dogs are key. Yeah. Home dogs are big, but at the same time. You could also end up like Gilbert Godfrey. You know? It could just end up, this is your mind after you lose again and again and again and again and again and again, which has happened to me. And really, I broke even yesterday because I spent a lot of money trying to win other bets. So sadly, it's kind of a wash. But, didn't, you, didn't like when, remember what, it, I think it was the NCAA tournament, like maybe 2021, 20, we were like throwing way too much money at that. Didn't you hit like yeah. a, some 73 game parlay? Oh, that was last year. Shit? That was okay. uh, <laughs> that was like right into the winter, maybe December-ish, about a year ago, actually, because like college basketball was underway and I was betting the Pistons new season and I hit yeah. It's on the record on that show. I think yeah. that was a nine legger. You were I betting ridiculous. You were betting like uh, Portland State <laughs> plus eighteen yes. and a half shit like that. <laughs> hey, that's all I won yesterday. I took Old Dominion plus ten and a half. So. <laughs> there it is. Fucking Old Dominion. Shout out to Old Dominion. <laughs> Anyways, uh, at the same time though, I I lost money and I. But I I lose it incrementally, bit by 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 bit until it's all gone. So that's the way of the game. Anyways, yeah. I'm glad Michigan won. That was fun to see that. And I'll tell you, I I have to get more honest because I have this thing where I'll make my bets and then I'll just hide from the world for the rest of the day because I don't want to know the truth. It's really <laughs> a bad habit. Yeah, because that's strange. I yeah, know it's strange. Little, like I, I most people want to know. They want to live and die with their bet. I don't want to know a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ride the roller coaster. I just want to make my bet, disappear, and then find out in the morning. Yep. In fact, I've been doing that pretty frequently. It's pretty stupid. I wake. I, up, I woke up this morning to find out I won the money. So that makes it's sense. It's hard enough for me to watch like watch baseball during fantasy baseball season. I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah, having money riding on all these games. Yeah, is it just yeah. that it's too stressful? You know that you're going to be way too hooked, and it's just going to be like yeah. very it's... unenjoyable. I know how games go because, especially football games, or really any game, you know, basketball game, team goes on a run, and it looks like it's over in the NBA, but then they score plus fifteen in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter. It's all about the final hour and a half of a game it always is most of the time and i know whatever's happening early on is not necessarily indicative of what's going to happen so i i don't want to get too excited like oh my god we're up 10 in the second quarter we're gonna win yeah yeah Yeah, i think it's more about it's more about like feeling stupid after you've gotten all excited and then it goes right downhill it makes you feel like such an ass yes yeah i don't want to feel any of that all that genuine emotion you were pouring into this is just (laughs) hollow and and (laughs) worthless child please yes yeah so i i think it's just because i'm terrified i don't want to deal with the roller coaster but if i had stayed in it because i didn't i put a bet on the evening games but i did it earlier in the day if i'd gone back there and bet there's a lot of games that i would have that i picked to win and i missed out so i screwed myself so hey Mm. usually (laughs) i do really good in the noon window in college football then it gets a little worse in the afternoon then by nighttime i'm just losing them all that's really been the trend but last night was a flip of that so it also was the last regular season week of college football so i missed my opportunity to really go hog wild now it's back to the nfl today so either oh, way yeah. who do, who gambling's do fun 
It is. Don't it's, let it take. It's, yeah. it's a blast. It's a blast. Don't let, don't let it uh, suck the life out of you. You had Thanksgiving though, by the way. Are you a big Thanksgiving guy, John? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> the mo. We went to Stephanie's folks' place and you know did the whole the whole turkey and the whole white you know what just your your classic nice standard issue white white person thanksgiving which is too many cooks (laughs) a lot of cooks in there we had the stuffing (laughs) we had the the potatoes we had the the turkey and the whole bit but the coolest thing about thanksgiving is the day after when we cut down our christmas tree that's what it's all about yeah we got her up deb yeah deb is up uh named so because Stephanie fucking debated me the entire time on the street, so we called her Debbie. Damn! There she is. I would never expect you to be a guy who names his own Christmas tree. That's isn't wild. that lame as fuck. It's the lamest. <laughs> shit. It's the lame. Putting up a Christmas tree is just the lamest and most enjoyable thing that that I think I do. Yeah. But there she is. We got all you know. My mom's got all the. I uh, still these damn ornaments like these hallmark ornaments you remember the ones that like you plug it into the you know the light you pull out a light and you plug the ornament in and they like move and shit there's one that's like a football field and the football players just move back and forth wow yeah this thing is gonna this thing is gonna catch fire man this it's uh, i'm gonna burn the entire fucking apartment complex down (laughs) because Sometime in January, this thing dries out and like the, all the light bulbs are just flaming hot. It's it's gonna be wow. It's not gonna be good. The more you know, I know. that's amazing. I really I know. I don't recall those ornaments though. I do. We you know Leanne loves Christmas here and and you know what? Uh, it's a good time because she makes her really happy and I like putting up the tree. A tree looks good. A nice completed tree for a month. Mm-hmm. It does bring out because it reminds. It just brings out the memories of like fun, I guess. Or hey presents which as a child are fun so there is a nostalgic factor to a good looking tree and i've always liked christmas lights hell i'd like to just have lights up all the time exactly i I don't need them for christmas i concur yeah so we we're we're locked in on that and so you know i like uh i mean i remember growing up i think it was like the 23rd was the night you slept underneath the tree in your sleeping bag next to your gifts oh man i was like i was such a twat when i was like 10 or 12 (laughs) i would i remember the year that my folks bought me a sega game gear i remember carefully opening that shit taking it in into the bathroom opening the gift taking the game gear out putting batteries in it playing a game and then wrapping it back up and putting what what a shitty what a shithead wow dude holy shit legitimately a shithead move opening my sega game gear and playing it before christmas that's just (laughs) god i'm sorry my mom wow both my parents are still alive i hope they can't hear I hope they can't hear me. I've never heard of anybody doing that. I honestly have never it's done incredible. it. No one, no one opened gifts before, like before Christmas, especially the ones uh, that were like, well, there was always one or two in a bag and you could just not to rewrap them though. No way. Yeah. No, that's the, that's the boldest, most like shit. Yeah, that's incredible. Kid thing I've, I've ever done. Holy shit. Wow. That is such a wild wow, moment. That dude. is impressive. I never had a Game Gear either. I never got a chance to really dive into Game Gear. It always seemed like it would have been cool to have one. It did have a color screen, and that was yep. a big change from the Game Boy that was so green. Very green. Very or whatever gray, that color very was. Very gray, green. Yeah. It was yeah. Like a 
TI-85 with, like, the flu or something. It was very strange. But Game Gear was... I was jealous of people who had that because it was a big deal at the time. But it must have sucked batteries like a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, I was chewing batteries. Uh, Luke, tell us your favorite memories about... Well, you know the thing is that no, I, I can't do Luke. I don't know how, how do you talk like Luke. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was a throat. I was a throat uh, throaty. I have to. I have to describe part of the part of the job. I mean, we're not going on this wormhole at all. But part of the job is I have to describe characters like voices, voice quality, mid-range male voice with a smooth, <laughs> even tone and a throaty, sarcastic delivery or some shit like that. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. How would we yeah, describe? I don't know. Describe. I, I would say you're you're a every every voice is a, a mid range voice. I like always mid range male voice. And you've got a uh, I don't know. You, you've got. Yeah. What, how do you I do not, that? I don't know That's... how to describe your. But yeah, dude, sometimes you'll sit there. I'll stare at the wall for like seven minutes thinking about like, like Phil Collins. I'm like, <laughs> how do you describe Phil Collins's voice? <laughs> Romantic with a romantic, uh, a smooth, uh, a buttery smooth. tone with a romantic uh, <laughs> delivery. Uh, I would, Phil Collins' voice is uh, it's heart wrenching at times, but it's also inspiring. So uh, you can tell Phil's lived; yeah. he's lived some life. You like Phil Collins? Do you do you put shit like that in there? Uh, this is a. <laughs> Uh, a a dude who has a lot of pain. He's got a lot of pain in his voice as he tries to deliver these lines. <laughs> a, pay, a, a pained, lived-in tone. I'll tell you what. You run out of Luke, we were trying to imitate you while you were gone, and we oh, couldn't gosh. do it. <laughs> He's got to have a rare combination of... Uh, opinionation and just pure anger but i would say, also, I would say uh, luke has a full round tone with an even calculated delivery what about this guy <laughs> how, well, how would you describe this guy's voice <laughs> horny horny older weasley. man mid, mid high range voice yeah with a, a weaselly tone and a <laughs> an oily, oily and, uh, just an unctuous <laughs> delivery <laughs> oh, oh shit man sticky. that's that is so fascinating well either way you know Money's money, so hopefully you're really you're really enjoying the money that's coming in from this job because yeah, so you dedicate your life to it. So, yeah, the things yeah. we the things we do for fifty three thousand dollars a year, it's fucking disgusting, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, it's it's crazy. I mean, I I was thinking about that a couple days ago. That shit when I was like working ten years ago, uh, totally different salary and all that. I was fucking working at like midnight. My clients were calling me. I was on West Coast time. Yeah, I, I think I told you about this uh, because my dealers Don't be were, that in, guy. were in the West Coast, like my car dealers, and they would call me up with any like any fucking website problem, you know, or like <laughs> a car is missing in the inventory, and they would just I would just get blown up, like text messages, phone calls, and I'm like, are you fucking insane? Like, can we just do this in the morning? What the hell are you worried about right now? Eric! For like four hours, this car is not going to be online. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it. I know we talk about work a lot on this pod, but like how I mean, how do you feel about 
the pe like the work wieners that are just like you just work just work hard just fucking work 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 and get ahead work is the only thing that fuck you that. Can do. Fuck i mean that's yeah. stupid as fuck it's but like it's not always it's not as stupid it's uh that that type of grind set is uh it's deleterious you know i mean it's harmful to all parties involved but sometimes you, know, I mean, you what, see what someone successful it like sometimes you you know people like um so mike I, I was i was thinking about like mike valeni like i listen to the valeni show a lot he's like that kind of work boner he's just like i you know he he's not yeah. he's not uh you know fucking boisterous about it or anything you just know that his part of his philosophy which probably informs his politics which probably, probably informs a lot yeah is very like you know i worked hard so you know i got here because i worked hard and like that's Absolutely. fine and some people let you respect that have gotten to a point in their career through hard work you can't help but kind of say like you know tip the cap whatever you worked hard you grew up with jack shit and you just did all the work and now you've arrived at a place that you're happy or wealthy or you whatever but i don't know yeah like uh, take me through that mindset is that is that like a good is it a good thing to just like get up and just really well, want to go to work every day i think the you know, I think the I think the mindset itself or like the I guess the philosophy there is is compensation for the fact that, you know, most companies uh, aren't really good with staffing, you know, proper resources, uh, paying well enough, you know, in order to justify it. So you have to it's all on you, you know, it's all on you to have a great attitude and want to work harder and like put in the extra hours, even though like really your your work week should be 40 hours <laughs> you should be able to get it all done you should have enough support <laughs> around you enough resources uh and so i i just think the mindset is that is the justification for you know that type of alienation and and uh further exploitation and i think it's a it's almost getting i think it was getting worse for a while i think people now are like realizing mm -hmm. uh they're they're starting to understand their relationship uh, to their employers, they're they're starting to starting to understand like that alienation, at least <clears throat> in some inherent way, if not, you know, intellectually. And I, I think, for a minute there though, with the increase in productivity, the additional automated tools and shit that we use, that makes our jobs <clears throat> a little bit easier, uh, didn't reduce the number of labor hours we were putting in. Actually, increased it. And so I think people just started getting fucking sick of it. Like, what the fuck am I doing? This job is easier, but now I'm putting in four extra hours a day. Work, 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 it up. Clock in. Fucking work, 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 40, 50, 60 fucking hours, work, work, 60 hours, work, 70 hours, work, work, 80 hours, work, work, it work, it work, it up. And clock in the work, and clock in the work, and do it, and work to the right, and work to the left, and one, two, three, work, 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 work to the left, work to the right, work to the left, work it, work. I think it, there's work. a difference between work and what you described with Valenti, for example. Those of you who don't live around here, there's a guy named Mike Valenti. He's national now, though. He's a big deal. He's got a I mean, show yeah, with Boomer Esiason. He's, he's a big great. deal. Blah, blah, blah. He I wants to be the best. There's a difference between working your ass off at a job and it sucks and you do it anyways because that's what sure. men do. We work. Or yeah. wanting right. to be the best in your field. And that's what I get from okay, Valenti. Yeah. He's like, I want to be the best. I'm number one. Sense. I'm the yeah. badass. And I'm going to grind a show 
nobody's going to be better than me. That's the vibe I get from him. Okay, yeah, that's like it's. I mean, in a so in a way, it's kind of like to go circle back to athletes. It's like a Michael Jordan mindset, or it's like anyone that's just literally exactly will yeah. die just to be the best. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, red ass, just complete red asses. That's basically. Ooh. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes that sense. Of, that's a good. That's a type good of ambition. To... Yeah, I mean, that's ambition drives you, you know. But uh, as you often see, you know, of course, it can be a fatal flaw. So you know, drop dropped out of a heart attack at forty two because you're just working too fucking hard. But someone like Melanie's got like. Guys. I'm sure he works hard, but. I mean that job seems pretty fun because basically doing this <laughs> all day. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he'll be fine. You know, he'll be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it's stressful, but uh, yeah. Fine. I just don't. I don't think that. I don't think people should adopt that mindset uh, from the jump. I think that's it's probably a mixture of you know your interest in what you're doing and your ambition to gain more. You know, so people got enough benefits from the state who were unemployed where they could actually make a decision to decide I'm not going to work a fucking shitty fucking job. <laughs> Hell yeah, Matt. Damn Couldn't right. have said it better. Welcome in. That... <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Luke, while you were gone, we were talking about our Thanksgiving, so we have to get yours on the record. Can you oh, okay. tell us how enjoyable your turkey day was? Actually, it was, uh, was actually great. We went to, we did both. Went to my parents first, and Kristen's parents after that. Tips that uh, go late, boys. Yeah, yeah. Went, um, <laughs> there for a few hours. Uh, no, some, I can't take the time off work. Had some more nerves, <laughs> and then went over to uh, yeah, Kristen's parents and had turkey. It was great. Um, I was I was actually kind of dreading it because uh, my mom's going through chemo right now, oh, and she started losing her hair, <laughs> but she's got the. She's got a great attitude about it. She called me up the other day and she was like, I look like Joe Biden because <laughs> oh, no. her hair is falling out. Wow. But no, she had she had the do-rag on. She looked great. She uh, super energetic. Like, so uh, it was a ton of fun. We had a great time and uh, that was it. We're going to see them next week. My brother's coming into town, so we're going to see them next week again. So, yeah. Luke does a really good job of keeping his friends updated on very important matters in his life. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then just, yeah, <laughs> making, making fun of uh, work is way more important to Luke than uh, talking about diagnosis. <laughs> Jesus I, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she'll be, it looks like she'll be okay though. She, um, she had breast cancer before and then this is just kind of, this is the return of the Mac, I guess. Yeah. Um, she, yeah. It, it was it's lymphoma this time but you know once i think once you have it it's like more likely that you know i understand prognosis looks good that's good uh, yeah. doc, doctor said the chemo should work fine there we go. Yeah. See, it's, it's just shitty to go through well, we're well, we're also in a shitty like age. You know, we're at that age. We've talked about this shit before. We're like our uh -oh. parents, our baby boomer parents, are just burning out, and we love them. We love them. I love you, mom and dad. When you don't ever hear this podcast, just know that I love you. But also, <laughs> there, you do have to die at some point. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to die. People, That's there are a lot of people. In the that, truth. There are a lot of people that want my mom and dad dead for. Very <laughs> For very good reasons. <laughs> well, you know, you've talked about your celebrity Ray. You don't like to hear about celebrity deaths, but uh, I suppose maybe personal deaths will take a little harder. 
Yeah. Or are you cool with that? Yeah, I, I think it'll hit me a little harder when my dad burns out versus Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to then I'll have to sit there and think about all the conversations we didn't have. Oh God. man, <laughs> yeah, what could have been? God damn it, dude! Monday, yeah, when people die, you just Monday morning quarterback that shit afterwards. And <laughs> I could, I there was that moment in in two thousand three. I could have said it. Yep, you could have. You blew it. it. You'll never get that back. No, you know what, though? I mean, like, so for, like, example, like, my grandma was the only grandparent I had on either side my entire life. The only one. My dad's hillbilly lineage, they they fucking torched out. Everyone died, like, in their 30s. Died in boating accidents. Yeah, they died, died, like, drunk, laying across a train track or something. (laughs) So my grandma, but I had a good relationship. You know, here's, here's, this is a PSA for having a good relationship with family and friends. When my grandma died, it was sad, but I was like, we said everything we could to each other, and I was very at peace with it because... I, she knew I loved her. I knew she loved me. We ate a bunch of Taco Bell together and Arby's. Ooh, French dip, French dip subs. Oh, that French. Wow. Yeah, that, oh, that, oh, yeah, that, that like ninety nine. That like that's the shit, man. Two thousand three French dip. So it was fine when she when she just when her heart exploded and I found out about it. I was like, <laughs> fuck. And then I, I, you know, whatever, I probably poured one out for her. And I was like, I'm super at peace with it. So I feel that way about my parents. My mom and I, I think I've mentioned on this podcast, my mom and I have gotten close since the pandemic. Like, just we talk on yeah. the phone now. And I think I, you know, like she knows where I stand on everything. And and it's good. It's It's very, it's peaceful and calming when the people in your life know, you know. Yeah. Where, where I mean, it always makes me just personally just feel better when i connect with you know my family and whatnot i just you know it's 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 so like stupid to avoid it (laughs) have a five minute chat not gonna hurt you Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna feel great about it yeah i don't know pandemic has uh really i actually have been i've been calling people a lot more often than than i did before like ever probably in my life Uh, so i feel like that's been good but then also family's boners. The phone was a huge yeah. deal back in the old days, so that's just not true at all. Because the phone was how we mm-hmm. talked to people, so that's just not correct. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I had as frequent contact as frequent of contact because the cell phone's mobile, right? So it's just on yeah. you at all times. So whenever you got the instinct, yeah, but you had to put your more. finger in the little holes and you had to pull the pull the <laughs> wheel. You know, you couldn't text anybody. That's right. It was fewer fewer phone calls, but they were longer. You know, and the phone is. Uh, anchored in one spot in your house uh, <laughs> you got to kind of plan out a phone call yeah you know, people, people phone had call. a lot of like eights don't and do that nines anymore, and yeah. zeros in their phone number it, <laughs> yeah mother took, took like seven minutes to dial their goddamn number whoever owns that place i want yeah, one start, start wondering how important this phone call really is <laughs> oh well you know speaking of really uh contact it. and connections we got emails to get to oh. and one, we got some from your brother here so let's dive in Right Two on. emails. Is it safe pod at gmail.com? Scott, have you checked any of the emails since you've been on your sabbatical? No, I full disclosure, I, I hardly ever listen to our podcast anyway. Uh I don't like hearing the sound of my voice. And yeah, uh, but when you were out, did you listen to us at all? Did you, oh, I wonder what the guys are up to. 
No, Stephanie had to, Stephanie kept me informed. Stephanie likes your capsule reviews of the pod. So she, which reads, I slipped on while you were gone, by the way, it should be a sign of how important you are to the show. Cause I slipped on those a great deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, I'm Mike back. lost Mike lost his enthusiasm. Uh, he lost his joy. No, like I said, you guys have to tell me. Well, let's get to the email. Let's get to the bag here. But you, you guys also have to tell me, like, literally what's been happening in the world because I, I <laughs> yeah. get up. I it's sit. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So not yeah. everything's same democracy as, was saved. Same as it ever was. Get a little bit worse uh, yep. as usual, and yep. that's basically it. Big Trump is back. But he's not. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Nice. Trump's got yeah. less energy than he used yeah. to have, unfortunately, so he's a little slower, but he's still got it. Yeah, so why the hell would I spend any time uh, trying to stay tapped in if that's just China? All, that's all that happened in the last three months is nothing. Great. Well, that's a good Another idea. Another shooting. I, I think someone, I think there was a mass shooting. Someone died. Soon it'll be one of us or someone we love. So stay tuned yeah. on the Is It Safe podcast to find out. <laughs> Who will die at the hands of a mass shooter first? Who will be the first well, to be touched know, personally by mass shootings? They did a really good, really good wrap up on Chapo about the uh, shooting in that nightclub in Colorado Springs, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And do you like to I mean, hear wrap-ups on that? Because I could give a fuck. God, I don't want to hear about that shit. Well, it was just tied. It's tied to this, like, all the election campaigning uh, messaging. All this, like, just whipping up this fucking furor and this, like, fear over, you know, gay and trans people and all that. And it's like, you know, th- this is the result. You know, this fucking hatred, uh, you know, finds its manifestation you know, at the fucking end of a gun. Anyhow, yeah, that's it. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'm not opposed to trying to understand things, so I could respect that. Our email <laughs> is it safe pod at gmail.com. This is a safe talk show. We're back. We are no longer scot free. We are chock full of Scott. Sup, gents. This is from Sean, also known as Luke's brother. Spoiler alert. Hopefully, this catches you scot full and no longer scot free. Oh, how about that? There you go. P- yeah, that's for you, Scott. P.S. I had this sitting in my drafts and never sent it. So this is about three weeks old. So this must be the email you're referring to that he never sent, Luke. Oh, yeah. Hotel from hell. We talked, yeah, Scott, while you were gone, we talked about hotel experiences from hell, like the worst hotel experiences, motel Uh, experiences. uh, Yeah. I went down to uh, Florida. We drove down there for 20 hours, all the way down to the tip, to the very bottom, and stayed at this shitty, gross, cockroach-infested place that I didn't know about until the guys told me the next day that it was filled with bugs. So... That's what that's in reference to. Filled, filled with bugs. Filled with bugs. All right. So, Hotel from Hell. When in Japan, our guide for the trip put us in what he believed to be a steal. The place hadn't been lived in for about eight months. Uh-oh. It was previously lived in by an old lady in her 80s. The place was a tri-level with hardly any lighting, no air conditioning, and cockroaches in the sink. Oh, it was so oh boy. It was God. it was tied for the shittiest place I've ever stayed. That and the place the Cubs put you in for spring training. Hey, <laughs> what a shocker! Okay, here's my question, which is least likely to occur in 2023. Which of these is least likely to occur next year, guys? The Detroit Lions will finish over 500. Mm. She Hulk season two will be announced. <laughs> John Scott has no idea what that means. Yeah, that's a, that's above my pay grade. And third, the Supreme Court will abolish affirmative action. Later. 
Sean. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> uh, le- least likely to happen. What is uh, the least go. likeliest to happen Lions, to those three? Lions finishing 500. I'm sorry. Um, you know, they got they got two so in what, a row, right? She-Hulk. Three in a row? Two, what is that? I haven't seen, I haven't seen She-Hulk season one. I know it came out like a couple months ago. So I was, I know it was... All these things get panned, though, by certain people on the internet. So I have no idea what's real and what's not. That's putting it mild. It's so, just, I think it's just like, it's all just more of the same. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's like light and funny. Uh, it's pretty good. I watched one episode. I just didn't find it that interesting. What about the uh, affirmative action being abolished? Is that something that's on the docket? Is that like a next move for this uh, Supreme uh, Court? There are some, yeah, there are some legal challenges. Uh, Me and Scott certainly. are clueless, so you have to fill us in, Luke. Well, I'm not full. I just kind of read some headlines in this one. So I'm but just still, aware. Compared I'm aware to us, you are much more informed. <laughs> much more informed. Uh, yeah, there's... um. There is some legal channel. I think it was might have been another leak from Alito. Uh, basically, they're saying it's uh, doesn't really matter anymore. Uh, and what's the point? And it's always been unconstitutional. I think that's a general position of this conservative court that we have. So I would assume that is I don't think that might actually be the least likely to happen because I don't think they would be successful in abolishing it in the same way. China. They, couldn't, uh, they couldn't prevent abortions, you know, because mm. it eventually it defers to the state um, and then they they have to pick up the slack there uh, without the federal protection. So I think you that's probably also least likely to happen. I don't think they can full out and abolish it, but I think the Supreme Court can deem it unconstitutional, which means it's back to the states. And then you have to hope you're not in some dumb fuck state somewhere where they, uh, you know, steal Medicare and spend it on fucking tennis stadiums. Get a goddamn job, Al. <laughs> yeah, that that seems without with my limited knowledge of two of these things, uh, the Supreme Court thing seems the least likely. But yeah, isn't that the what the Lions can get? Uh, eight wins this year or next year? The Lions actually could finish. Well, the, it finishes right around five hundred. It's not that hard to do because there's more games. The NFL's a joke, anyways. It's actually not that ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the Lions. They're not gonna, they've never won a Super Bowl, but they've been able to have winning records over the decades. It's happened a few times. So yeah, it is it is true. I mean, yeah. it is true. You could I know it's it's easy to bag on the lines, but yeah. I mean, you can blindfoldedly get to nine and eight in the NFL any damn season. Like exactly. We, you us us three. Yeah, they added a game, so now there are seventeen games. So seventeen only nine yeah, and eight. Living in the past, dude. It's not a big I am. I'm definitely living in the past. Yeah, they're gonna try they're gonna try to make these dudes play twenty fucking games and thirty goddamn games, and then everyone's gonna be like, This is the problem with money, is that everyone's gonna be like, shut up and dribble. Like you get paid <laughs> you get paid forty million dollars a year to play games for my entertainment. I mean like the way uh <laughs> Obama did to LeBron James. Obama, <laughs> shut, the f- shut the fuck up and just play basketball. I thought that was a female Fox News woman who did that. That Laura Ingram person. No, she's the one that literally said that. But yeah, Obama's the now, one. Boomtown's a in. place where you get gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt, for that. Well, I don't know. Yes, Boomtown is hiring. Uh, either way, the Lions could finish over five hundred. That's not ridiculous. She Hulk. I assume they'll let it. They can't not do another season because then people might flip out. Yeah. It's too much money wrapped up. And I'll there. I'll be transcribing all uh, every single episode of that. Oh yeah. So wow, you do. There you you transcribe everything? Is it like everything? 
No, it's not. Moving on. You have certain. You have, oh, boy. Let's move, let's move, let's move on. No, we're not doing this. We're not talking about work. <laughs> we're not doing this. We are not. Scott loves work. Scott's got a real passion for work. You know, some people, they just go to their jobs. And they're, Dude, I wake up. They're not committed. I, uh, you know, yeah. it's like my supervisor says. Some people just show up here and they're just automated. You know, they just go through the motions. But no, some people I, like I wake up Scott. with a with a twinkle in my eye just hankering to get to my computer up to sit in this plastic ass chair for 10 hours and deal with <laughs> Mo- moving moving on next next email okay <laughs> we need to get we need to get some office chairs fucking you should be able to uh, like submit that for like a tax you, you don't have an office chair either. You're sitting in like oh, a... Oh, dude, I, I fucking... <laughs> I've realized over the last couple of years, very slowly, I feel like my <laughs> lower half is degenerating. Yeah, it probably is. My fucking lower back is killing me. My hips... My hips always hurt. Your hips always hurt. Well, that sounds like, like something I, an old like man I would say. Shit. Every time I move around, I just like tweak things. It's like, it's because I'm sitting like this for like all goddamn day, every day of the week. Oh. Anyway. Wow. That's okay, yeah. Working for the man every night and day. I just want to get down the record. All right, next email. Thank That's you, Sean. Uh, Sean, I, th- I guess the answer there, there was not a universal consensus, so maybe affirmative I, action. Uh, I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I have to say the affirmative action thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I do though. believe the Lions can get to 500. Oh, well, I guess yeah. You can't be 500. You have to be above or below, right? Well, you could have a... T- no, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But either way, yeah, nine and eight is the the minimum threshold. All right, next email is from Eric Brandstrom. We haven't heard from him on the show in a while. That's exciting. Oh, What's awesome. up, Eric? Eric What's is up, the buddy? my co-host on the Cinema Nine podcast. We just did a fucking great movie, Green Room. Fucking awesome film. Oh so that my was god, that fucking rules. That is so good. A, you ever yeah. seen Green Room, Scott? No. Oh shit, dude! This can't is the movie the time you have off. to watch. I can't take the time off work, boys. Oh, that's right. Of course, you can't <laughs> take the time off work. If you ever get to watch a movie again, though, try to watch Green Room when you can. Put it on okay. a list. All right. I'll, in I'll, fact, I'll... it could be in the Criterion Collection. Actually, that's very possible. It's accessible. It you can you can rent that one. Oh, we're talking. Are we talking Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. We're talking Imogen Poots. That's right, Poots. It's by Jeremy Saulnier, who did Blue Ruin. Uh, he's got some good movies under his belt. So. Blue Ruin, I can't take the time off work. Yeah, it's Blue Ruin also. It's That's a good double feature, actually. Blue Ruin and Green Room, double feature night. That could be good. That could be really Green good. Room's definitely more energetic oh, and this like, looks tighter great. because it's his like, second or third movie. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a movie about punk a, rock as well, which is I, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this capsule review is amazing. All right, I'm in. Yeah, you're in. Yeah. I knew it. There we go. Okay. So, anyways, thanks for knowing me. Thanks for knowing me, guys. It feels yeah. Like, come on. I'm not just going to recommend a movie to you like Captain Marvel, She-Hulk Five, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you haven't seen She-Hulk. <laughs> well, by the way, guys, there's a big upset going on. A lot of disturbance. Disney CEO was fired, and Bob Iger has returned. You guys want to break down Disney? Uh, is that from Eric, or did you just <laughs> you just riff it? I just said, I just said that. I'm going to read Eric's email now. Here we go. Gentlemen, I have to know how many of you ever or currently used the break rooms at work to eat your lunch. I never understood the idea of people wanting to sit in a stale designated area at work eating their lunch. 
and socializing when they don't have to be there. I personally have never eaten lunch in a work break room. In fact, I've been unfairly maligned by my entire professional in life, really, as being antisocial and weird for leaving the office and enjoying my lunch in my car where I can recharge my mental battery and catch up on some me time. Desperate for answers. Oh, Eric Albert. <laughs> no, I couldn't agree more with anything that's ever been said ever yes that's pretty if, if, if you god oh the people that would sit like at the break room at cvs oh with fucking <laughs> boxes stacked up in the corner and and my like yes. people at my like i when i worked at myers cvs farm oh, track fluorescent fucking lights oh, that are brighter dude, than the sun do it yeah, it is the most miserable, you, depressing feeling in the world. To I mean, that's truly, and especially if you, especially if you're with other coworkers that you're not friends with, really, you just kind of know them. It is so awkward and strange. Move this man. Mall talk is the worst. You know, you're talking to like some, you know, oh, not talking on anyone here, but you know, seems some, like everybody agrees that. So, who are the people that do eat in the break room because they do they're, exist? They're the, they're, the, they're the lifers, man. They're the ones. Lifer, yeah, the lifers. Yeah, Fucking lifers. It's, yeah, those I are mean, the people dude, that like get, go work outside for seven years. Go outside here. I don't care if it's five degrees outside. This is my message for everybody. This is the only thing I can recommend. Literally, just go outside, please, for for the sake of your fucking sanity. Why do you think? Go honestly, outside. Why? This is a big reason why I got fucking hooked on the hooked on the cigarettes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, that's uh, oh oh yeah. Hey, uh, you know, Luke. You know, I've been trying to. I've been trying to smoke. You gotta, you gotta have more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I'll go out. I go out by the dumpster. I I light light up a Marlboro Ultralight. Here we go, guys. Smoke them if you got them, everybody. Get outside and. This is for you, Eric. This is a tribute to Eric and the Break Room people. Here it comes. Like one of those songs that I own forever, but I, I don't even Whoa. It seems like that, it's definitely part of my life somehow. That wasn't just a song, gentlemen. I'm that disappointed like both of you. But a cigarette commercial a, jingle. <laughs> no, this oh is God. a show. That was a, team, that was a theme song. That was the intro to the show from the 80s. Believe it. Called Gimme a Break. Starring oh, wow. the one and only Nell Carter. Remember Nell Carter? Anybody? Yes. <laughs> yes. Give me a break. Season wow. one theme song. That would be By the way, amazing for cigarette. Like at the end, Virginia Slims. Totally. <laughs> give, me, <laughs> give me a break. Oh, man. There's that no, just made me think no of the break room. There is, there's no doubt they were uh, ripping cigarettes in that show, too. By the way, uh, quick note, because you couldn't see the video on that. It was on YouTube. You can go check out the Give Me a Break theme song. Uh, Joey Lawrence was on that show. <laughs> a young Joey Lawrence at like six years old before he was known as the whoa guy. So <laughs> that was a big Diesel. that was a big turn for him. <laughs> he, he you know he won't do that now. He has like a cameo and he's on social media and people request videos from him, but he refuses. Of all the things to do, he won't say, Whoa. What a dick. He won't Dude, no, you gotta play the hits, man. You gotta want to be labeled. Can't show up be labeled. 
deny your fans. Oh, you don't get to choose. Yeah, see, that's what Joey Lawrence doesn't understand. Yeah, you, you don't get to the... choose if you're what you're labeled with, idiot. <laughs> that's putting it mildly. That's hilarious. All right, Eric. So I think universally we all agree with you. I will chime in very quickly and tell you, fuck the break room. Yeah, that's hell on earth, man. When I was a teacher, I've oh I, every job I've ever had, I've always made a run for it. Sometimes I never came back, period. <laughs> But I always make yeah. a run for it at break time because anytime I can get out of where I'm at from work is a benefit for me. I'm making a run for it. I'm going to the salad bar somewhere, anywhere. I'll do anywhere. what I got to do to get out of there. Yeah, you, yes. just, you just reminded me of something. It's <laughs> Do you remember uh, when we were living together, uh, you were you were making breakfast. I was like getting up and getting ready because you had to leave super fucking early. And you were running late and you, had, you walked out the door with a plate. <laughs> with like over medium eggs on it i was like what are you doing like i'm gonna eat this like why you drive wow i wonder what you job that was or it was the when you were at the juice school you had the a plate with oh, like yeah. over medium eggs like you wow. just took from the pan and drove i must have really it. been trying back then yeah because i don't eat breakfast oh. at all that might be the last time i ate breakfast i'm not even kidding so well that was that was uh in the that was in the beginning stages of of the uh, pill bonanza. Yeah, that's, I totally am this last week. Getting addicted to opioids, it not only ruined my life, but it changed the way I eat to this day. Because once I started taking the pills, you really want to empty that stomach out. So you don't eat breakfast. You don't eat lunch. You really work up an empty stomach because you want every inch, every gram, uh -huh. every milligram of that delicious yes. opiate to get inside your system. So every you starve coffee. yourself all day long. Then you yep. take the pills, you get high, and then you pound food. And to this day, that's still, I need help because I'm stuck on that <laughs> regimen. I'm not taking the opioids anymore, but that's the regimen I'm on. I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. I don't eat lunch. In a weird way, I'm intermittent fasting for years. Like, I was way ahead yeah. of intermittent fasting, except yeah. I'm pounding like 4,000 calories when I eat. That's the only problem. Right. It's the binge. <laughs> yeah, it's the, like, binging. Minor detail, uh, maybe. You, you're not binging, though. You, you are kind of, yeah, you're accidentally just... Doing intermittent fasting. It'll probably work. <laughs> so we got one more from uh, your brother. It's a twofer from Bro. This one says, quick question, fellas. True or false? Oh, this is great. We don't get enough true or falses. Okay. True or false? James Cameron's Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Is that the title for real? It's the dumbest title. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll make over $300 million domestically Over. and or beat out Maverick for highest grossing film of the year. I'm, I'm just, it just 100%. seems like an over. It just seems. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it's $300 million. I mean, great. Maverick. 300 million. I mean, okay. Domestically, but well, it made the first one made 2.7 billion. I mean, right. But the legacy of Avatar is not one, in my opinion, that has carried on. I don't always hear people don't talk about that movie at all. I don't hear really? people talking about Avatar. Like, oh, dude, remember that? Oh, dude, let's talk about Avatar. I don't see a lot of uh, like obsessive fascination with it. So was that a uh, pie in the sky moment? People, or nah, no, see, I, but, but people can't. There's going to be FOMO. There's going to see. This is the yeah. shit. This is like one of the many just reasons I hate it. these kind of fucking films is that everyone. Yeah, they just have to see it. I you can't miss out on five fucking seconds of of any of this shit i didn't see maverick are we did all three of us not see it i didn't I see it. it oh luke saw it okay but we I, didn't yeah. see it scott yeah look at it's that more, we're the only two people in america what was it great no it sucked 
Okay, good. Yeah, see, no, good. I'm glad that we can. That's that's one good thing. Movie, to all the listeners, you can, you get the straight dope here. I, I was expecting. We I couldn't was, do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had the sucked at the beginning there, but I guess that movie, it's that movie probably yeah. sucked. It's, a, <laughs> I mean, it's like Interstellar, where it's like uh, it's technically great. It looks it looks great, but it's just preposterous. You know, He's a sucker, man. Fair because, enough. Okay. You know, these people aren't geniuses. They're just trying to make money. Couldn't do anything well, on offense. Couldn't move the ball. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. You guys should all you should. Everybody should listen to the uh, Chapo episode about Avatar. It is the most interesting like movie critique i think i've ever heard it's so oh. good it's so entertaining and it's like super insightful was um, it this uh yeah but it's basically like like exactly said you've been sucking on huh <laughs> like nobody nobody fucking talks about it so like what are you supposed to make of that it's strange it like just disappeared into you know into i never saw it i never saw that movie i honestly yeah. never did I'm the guy. off of everyone's radar. You never saw the first one, huh? I never saw Avatar. No, I remember you know, all the hype. and The reason I didn't see the first one is because I watched five seconds of the trailer, and I almost fucking it vomited. Yeah. I think, I think it is a movie that I don't know how intentional um, the subtext is, but I think it is a movie that requires a lot from the viewer uh, to pull, to kind of extract the meaning out of it. Uh, because at yeah. first glance, it just looks like, um, you know, just looks like exactly what you saw in the trailer. You know, just a fantastic <laughs> uh, spectacle, you know, of lights and, what, and all what that. It, but it, so what was it very, about? What, what the hell is it about? Uh, it is, it's about the uh, U.S. colonizing a, a planet uh, where, I forget what the planet is called. Planet! Um, Space! Uh -oh. Basically, the, the Avatar is... is um, the technology they developed to like have a virtual self where you look like the the alien people so they put like a, a marine and put a marine in a pod and link up his brain to this thing and he goes out and he's doing research on this foreign planet uh basically grabbing intel you know he's like a he's like a psyop he's like grabbing grabbing intel so that they can exploit the resources luke just said planet Yeah, cousin. It's a 
gotta be a cousin of Wesley Willis. Let's get asked if it was him. That's not, that's not Wesley Willis? That's not. Oh, wow. That is, that is an early YouTube video that was a big hit. Like from I 2007. Oh man! I believe that. Ended so up like every time I hear head. "Space" or "People," man, I'm just gonna start singing that song. So, and that, so ladies and gentlemen, is your review of the first Avatar film. There you go. Yes, <laughs> I mean that's a perfect way to wrap that up. All right, uh, we gotta play a song because I have to go. I, I have yep. to get paid for this next show I do. It's a hard out, but. Wow. You know, I work. gotta be honest. I feel like we work. get to work, motherfucker. <laughs> get to work. I feel yeah. I gotta get to work. You're right. Although it doesn't feel like work, so that's nice. I will say that because nice. I get to talk football, which is fun for me. But yeah. I gotta say, I feel like we started slow with the show. Like we'd lost our groove, but I feel like we got in our groove here with Scott, and we picked it up right yeah. around the half hour mark. So it, you know, <laughs> it's back, baby. Well, we I still got it. We still got it. No, it wasn't even that. I just was like, wow, I haven't seen Scott. We haven't talked in so yeah. long. Sometimes we my, did have a rhythm. You know, we, we were doing the show. Apologies if I fucked with the cadence. Uh, Not at all. No, it was no, all three of us exactly. needed to work together. Yeah, good. Uh, all right, so is there a song about work we could close out with? I mean, work was very popular. <laughs> or we can go in a different direction. You know, it's uh, the holiday season. You guys want to put a Christmas song on? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, look, Scott, you should you should pick one, dude. I was listening yeah. to a really, uh, really strange song today when I went to go get coffee. Uh, it's great, uh, you know. Everyone knows Steve Albini, so let's listen to uh, "Prayer to God" by Shellac. Wow, <laughs> it's a real. It sounds insane. It's. <laughs> I think you guys will like it. Honestly, I love. I just love the sound of it. It sounds great. Shellac is a sweet band name. Prayer to God, Shellac. Hmm. Go find, go find Steve L. Oh, it's not on Spotify. Sorry. Oh, rat farts. Okay, I'll go to YouTube then. <laughs> it's got to be on YouTube. Prayer to God. Don't forget, guys. Send us an email. Tell Scott how glad you were to hear Scott's plan. To have him. Thank back. you. Thank you for having me back. And yeah. You're a part of the show. You always will be, brother. And this has been fun. Cool. Is it safe? Pod at gmail.com. We're gonna turn it over to shellac prayer to god peace out everybody godspeed to everyone 8 to 14 expansion set reproducer for reference level 1000 hertz to the one true god above here is my prayer not the first you've heard but the first i wrote not the first but the other By disease or a blow To the base of her neck Where her necklaces close Where her garments come together Where I used to lay my face That's where you ought to kill her In that particular place Him just fucking kill him I wanted to fucking kill him, but first make him cry like a woman. No particular woman. Let him hold out, hold that someone or other might come and fucking.
kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him. Kill him, kill him, just fucking kill him.